Today is the 21st day of July, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. The Lord is in His holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before Him. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore Him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Psalms for the 21st day evening prayer, Psalm 106. Alleluia. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Who can declare the mighty acts of the Lord or show forth all his praises? Happy are those who act with justice and always do what is right. Remember me, O Lord, with the favor you have for your people and visit me with your saving help that I may see the prosperity of your elect and be glad with the gladness of your people that I may glory with your inheritance. We have sinned as our forebearers did. We have done wrong and dealt wickedly In Egypt, they did not consider your marvelous works, nor remember the abundance of your love. They defied the Most High at the Red Sea. But he saved them for his name's sake, to make his power known. He rebuked the Red Sea, and it dried up. He led them through the deep as through the desert. He saved them from the hand of those who hated them and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered their oppressors, not one of them was left. Then they believed his words and sang him songs of praise. But they soon forgot his deeds and did not wait for his counsel. A craving seized them in the wilderness and they put God to the test in the desert. He gave them what they asked, but he sent leanness into their soul. They envied Moses in the camp and Aaron, the Holy One of the Lord. The earth opened and swallowed Dathan and covered the company of Abram. Fire blazed up against their company and flames devoured the wicked. Israel made a bull calf at Horeb and worshiped a molten image. And so they exchanged their glory for the image of an ox that feeds on grass. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wonderful deeds in the land of Ham, and fearful things at the Red Sea. 
so he would not have destroyed them, had not Moses his chosen stood before them in the breach to turn away his wrath from consuming them. They refused the pleasant land and would not believe his promise. They grumbled in their tents and would not listen to the voice of the Lord. So he lifted his hand against them to overthrow them in the wilderness, to cast out their seed among the nations and to scatter them through the lands. They joined themselves at Baal-peor and ate sacrifices offered to the dead. They provoked him to anger with their actions and a plague broke out among them. Then Phineas stood up and interceded, and the plague came to an end. This was reckoned to him as righteousness throughout all generations forever. Again they provoked his angers at the waters of Meribah, so that he punished Moses because of them. For they so embittered his spirit, and they spoke rash words with his lips. They did not destroy the peoples as the Lord has commanded them. They intermingled with the heathen and learned their pagan ways, so that they worshipped their idols, which became a snare to them. They sacrificed their sons and their daughters to evil spirits. They shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, which they offered to the idols of Canaan, and the land was defiled with blood. Thus they were polluted by their actions and went whoring into the evil deeds. Therefore the wrath of the Lord was kindled against his people and he abhorred his inheritance. He gave them over to the hand of the heathen, and those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies oppressed them, and they were humbled under his hand. Many a time did he deliver them, but they rebelled through their own devices and were brought down to their inequity. Nevertheless, he saw their distress. When he had heard their lamentation, he remembered his covenant with them and relented in accordance with his great mercy. He caused them to be pitied, but those who held them captive. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen, Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, and was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, beginning at the 13th verse. Paul and his companions set sail from Patmos and came to Pergia and Pamphylia. John, however, left them and returned to Jerusalem. But they went on from Pergia and came to Antioch of Pisidia. And on the Sabbath day, they went into the synagogue and sat down. After the reading of the law and the prophets, the officials of the synagogue sent them a message saying, Brothers, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, give it. So Paul stood up and with a gesture began to speak. You Israelites and others who fear God, listen. The God of this people Israel chose our ancestors and made the people great during their stay in the land of Egypt. 
and with uplifted arm he led them out of it. For about forty years he put up with them in the desert and the wilderness. After he destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he gave them their land as an inheritance for about four hundred and fifty years. After that he gave them judges until the time of the prophet Samuel. Then they asked for a king, and God gave them Saul, a son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, who reigned for forty years. When he had removed him, he made David their king. In his testimony about him, he said, I have found David, son of Jesse, to be a man after my heart, who will carry out all my wishes. Of this man's prosperity, God was brought to Israel a Savior, Jesus, as he promised. Before his coming, John had already proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. And as John was finishing his work, he said, What do you suppose that I am? I am not he. No, but one is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thongs of the sandals of his feet. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. And the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 3, beginning at the 7th verse. Jesus departed with his disciples to the sea, and a great multitude from Galilee followed him. Hearing all that he was doing, they came to him in great numbers from Judea, Jerusalem, Edomia, beyond the Jordan, and the region around Tyre and Sidon. He told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, so that they would not crush him. For he had cured many, so that all who had diseases pressed upon him to touch him. Whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and shouted, You are the Son of God! But he sternly ordered them not to make him known. He went up the mountain and called to him those whom he wanted, and they came to him. And he appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, to be with him, and to be sent out to proclaim the message, and to have authority to cast out demons. So he appointed the twelve, 
Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Bogenes, that is, sons of thunder, and Andrew, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, and Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Here ends the readings. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading for Friday, the week of proper 10. A reading from letter of Cyprian, bishop and martyr of Carthage, year 258. As we do battle and fight in the contest of faith, God and his angels are Christ himself watch over us. How exalted is the glory, how great the joy of engaging in a contest with God presiding, of receiving a crown with Christ as judge. Beloved, let us arm ourselves with all our might. Let us prepare ourselves for the struggle by innocence of heart, integrity of faith, dedication to virtue. The blessed apostle teaches us how to arm and prepare ourselves. Put round you the belt of truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. For shoes, wear zeal for the gospel of peace. Take up the shield of faith to extinguish all the burning arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Let us take this armor and defend ourselves with these spiritual defenses from heaven so that we may be able to resist the threats of the devil and fight back on the evil day. Let us put on the breastplate of righteousness so that our hearts may be safeguarded, proof against the arrows of the enemy. Let our feet be protected by the shoes of the teaching of the gospel so that when we begin to trample on the serpent and crush it, we may not be bitten and tripped up by it. Let us with fortitude bear the shield of faith to protect us by extinguishing all the burning arrows that the enemy may launch against us. Let us wear on our head the helmet of the Spirit to defend our ears against the proclamations of death, our eyes against the sight of the accursed idols, our forehead for the God sign that is kept intact, our lips so that our tongue may proclaim victoriously its faith in Christ its Lord. Let us arm our right hand with the sword of the Spirit, so that it may courageously refuse the day's sacrifices. And like the hand, mindful of the Eucharist, that we receive the body of the Lord stretched out to embrace him, and so gain from the Lord the future prize of the heavenly crown. Have all this firmly fixed in your hearts. If the day of persecution finds us thinking on things and meditating upon them, the soldier of Christ, trained by Christ's commands and instructions, 
does not begin to panic at the thought of battle, but is ready for the crown of victory. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth your hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. 
We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone. Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and for the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him, at all times and in all places, may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.